Today, you are going to be hearing a sermon from one of our ministers here on staff. We hope this word blesses you, and remember that we love and appreciate your time here. Now, let's hear what the Lord has for you today. shout of praise and glory come on if he's if he's been good to you shout to Jesus if he set you free give him glory give him glory if you're still standing give him a big shout of praise and glory praise the Lord amen so good to be here in the house of the Lord Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We love you for who you are. In Jesus' name, we all say amen and amen. High five your neighbor. Tell him it's good to see them today. And you all may be seated in the house of the Lord. Well, it's good to be here in the house of the Lord, and uh, you all look happy and saved, and, you know, it's good, 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 and I thank God the opportunity to preach, but I got to give a shout out. Uncle Reuben says hi to baby Perval back there. Come on. All right. Welcome back, Luis and Chanel. We all missed you. Good to have you guys back, and happy birthday as well, too. All right. So I did that out there. Luis, you owe me 20 bucks. All right. Uh, just kidding. And those that are watching online, thank you for joining us and being a part of um, our worship experience. And so blessed to be here in the, the presence of the Lord. How many are truly blessed just to, to be here today and um, glad what God is, is doing in, in uh, your life? And before I, I um, open up, uh, Pastor uh, Reuben has just really been laying out the, this scripture out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1. It says, now faith is a sus- substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And uh, that scripture has just really been imparted into our lives of having faith in who what God is going to do in our lives, even if we don't see it happening or taking place in our lives. I believe with all of our hearts, as we implement that and have that into our hearts, you will just be faithful in all of the things of God in your life. I'd like to um, speak to you on this subject today, and please don't get offended by it, but I want to speak to you on this subject. Are you falling asleep? Are you falling asleep? Turn to your neighbor and say, are you falling asleep? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, man, are you falling asleep? Yes, let's just get it out of the way here today. If you're thinking I'm wearing a Pendleton, yes, I got converted into, got jumped in, you know, so... Uh, you know, so I did get jumped in. Got a couple of texts already. Are you wearing a Pendleton? Yeah, I got te- I jumped got jumped in by Living Word. So there it is. I'm official now. Uh, but still no socks in Jesus' name. So uh, 
I don't know if cholos word them that way, but that's how I roll, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, just get out of the way, because I saw a lot of eyes are like, you know, they're like, so just get out of the way. All right, there we go. We're, we're good now, right? Okay, good. Are you falling asleep? How many people are, are just easy people that can just really fall asleep? Uh, you're, you guys are all liars. I mean, it's easy for us to really just come to a place of our lives where we, we fall asleep really easy. I think the biggest fights that my wife and I have when we're laying in bed and, you know, we're watching TV and we're sitting down on the couch and watching a program and watching the news and she goes, are you falling asleep? <laughs> no. What are you talking about? No. Then I'll lean to her and I go, are you, are you falling asleep? No. So what just happened? I don't know. I dozed off. And I think that's us in life is that we, we always want to probably neglect or not admit that we are falling asleep when, when we're, we're somewhere or doing something. I'm an easy person that could just really get in the car, and if I'm not driving, I'll fall asleep. Uh, I'm one of those, those dads, you know. I have two girls, and they shop with, with their mom, and I, I'm like, okay, I got my clothes. You picked them out. I'm good. I'm going to go in the middle of the mall, and I'll, I'll find where all the old men sit, and uh, that's where I fall asleep right there. And they will come, and they say, were you falling asleep? Yeah, I was knocked out. In the, in the show that I really don't care about, if I go to a movie theater and it's not a movie that I really care and I'm watching it and the, my wife will lean over and go, are you falling asleep? No, I wasn't. Yes, you were because you just snore like a... <laughs> falling asleep. Sleep is a, a thing that we're so thankful that God created in, in our lives because we get to sleep. But a lot of us have misused the word sleep. We have misused how we sleep or what we do. And I want to share with you a scripture in, in the Bible where, that, that where God is literally at a place of our lives where we probably have never read the scripture. It's a, really a joke that people probably have read or ministers will, will read. And it's out of the book of, um, book of Acts chapter 20. And we're going to see where in the book of Acts we see in the verses where, where Paul is now traveling and he has been in, on the go to minister to some young churches and to go and minister and, and to teach and preach the gospel. And we know Paul's life as Paul's life has been an unending series of trials where he has suffered hardship. Uh, uh, he's been rebuked. He, he's, he's done so much in his life where God had literally turned his life around where at one point of his life he was sleeping where he wasn't doing what God had called him to do. Now we come to a scripture that, that we go ahead and read, and it's out of the book of Acts. And it says these words, it says, On the first day of the week we came together to break bread. Paul spoke to the people, and because he intended to leave the next day, 
He kept on talking until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper stair room where they were meeting. And, uh, you know, uh, here, is a, here is Paul. He's a preacher now. He's been anointed by God. And now he has the duty of going and ministering the word of God. You always know who's a new rookie in preaching because they either preach for five minutes or they either preach for four hours. And I believe here is that Paul is in this, this state of his mind where, hey, I only got one day to preach to these young church. I got one day and I'm going to go ahead and let it all out. I used to be a long-winded pastor. I really did. I used to preach an hour or, or over an hour. And I used to look at my wife and my kids, and they were rolling their eyes. And I'm like, okay, I got to shorten it down now. Here I believe in this scripture, and I'm going to make it come to life so that you can all miss the Super Bowl. I'm going to preach four hours today. And it says... Seated in the window was a young man named Eutychus. Could you imagine your mom naming you Eutychus? God, Eutychus. If you're pregnant out there, think of that name, Eutychus. Maybe it's, it's really a lucky name, a fortunate name. That's what it's named after. Who was seeking into a deep sleep as Paul preached on and on and on. When he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and was picked up dead. Paul went down, threw himself on the young man and put his arms around him. Don't be alarmed, he said. He is alive. Then he went upstairs again and broke bread and ate. After talking until daylight, he left the people took the young man home alive and were greatly conformed. Have you ever fallen asleep in an inappropriate place of your lives? Now, let's just be honest in this room here today. I think we've all fall asleep, have fallen asleep in church one time or another where you, you snort or, or hopefully that's all it was was a snore and nothing from the other end. But we, we've all come to a place of our lives where we all fell asleep in an in inappropriate place of our times. Uh, we fell asleep on a sermon. That, and how many times have we sang a worship song uh, where, where we don't even know the words of the songs. Uh, how many times have we heard a sermon where we never applied it into our lives? Uh, how many times have you bowed in prayer, uh, but our minds have been wandering uh, of what was taking place elsewhere? And, and how many times have we fallen asleep driving with our eyes open? That's a scary, dangerous spot of our lives. But it's not as scary or dangerous as falling asleep spiritually and not waking up 
See, I believe with all of my heart that we have come to a place of our lives and I, I want to acknowledge uh, the, the, the church sleepers. Uh, I'm not talking about you if you're falling asleep in church, uh, but what I'm talking about uh, is falling asleep uh, spiritually in our lives uh, where we are here, but we're really not here. Uh, we're at a place of our lives where God wants to do something uh, miraculous in our lives, uh, but we're at a place uh, where we have been asleep, uh, asleep sleep in our lives uh, where God is trying to wake us up uh, to be able to be blessed and to be able to see a miracle take place within our lives. Eutychus is the father of all who have fallen asleep in church. He is memorized as uh, the scriptures uh, of falling asleep during a sermon uh, by the Apostle Paul uh, and falling to his death. Uh, it's a deep sleep, uh, a death sleep, uh, a sleep uh, that can literally ruin uh, your entire life if you fall into the sleep uh, mold and uh, falling out of a window. What we learn from, the, from Luke who wrote this, Luke gives us a bunch of details. Details in this perfect storm uh, to avoid in a tragedy. First, he talks about Paul apparently preaching a very long sermon, uh, possibly four to five hours, some have said. Uh, second, the very first day of the week, which means people work all day, meaning that uh, this was all nighter. Uh, one would say is that the room was full of lamps. It says that there were many lamps. And in this case here, uh, it was torches uh, of heat and a lack of oxygen that would put people to sleep. Uh, it's really mostly, some would say it's a narcotics room where they were all getting high in there because of the torch and the fumes that was taking place. One would say that the room was crowded and full and Eutychus was forced to find a bit of a window space to be there. We also read in the scripture is that he was a young man between 10 11, even 14 years old, and he was there until midnight. Lots of commentators will blame either it was Paul's fault because he was preaching too long. and uh, But uh, as you begin to look, uh, some would say uh, it's Eutychus' fault uh, for not uh, being uh, 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 attentant uh, of the preacher. Uh, but I believe with all of my heart, uh, we come to a place where we come to church. We witness in here at a church. It is a young church. It says that Paul wanted to go and preach the gospel uh, to young churches. Uh, he was committed to go and preach uh, to a young church, uh, a hungry church. Uh, this is what his desire was. Uh, and anytime you go to a young birthing church, uh, it's a church uh, that says, uh, go ahead preacher, uh, preach as long as you want. Uh, go ahead song leader, uh, go ahead and play all of your songs that you know. I got nowhere to go. Uh, and this is what I believe with all of my heart. Uh, this was a church that Paul was going to. Uh, Paul was going to a place and saying, uh, I want to go to a church uh, that is birth, uh, who was going to, to want a revival in their lives. Uh, and it says uh, that they were all engaged, but there is one man 
who fell asleep. Why would it be that only one man fell asleep? Why is it that everybody was engaged? Why was it that everybody was in tuned but one man that fell asleep? I'm here today to tell you it's like all of us in this room here today. We're here. We want God to speak to us. We want to worship God. We want to hear our favorite song. Sing it, Raul. Please sing my favorite song. We're in tuned by it. You're excited by it. You're dancing. But the neighbor across, they're asleep. Rather than blaming Paul for preaching too long or shaming Eutychus for not staying awake, we condemn them for their hunger of the gospel, that the desire of their fellowship with God's people. And notice what happened to Eutychus was he was restored. He was restored, brought back to life. There was a resurrection that that took place. And many people begin to say, why is this story even in the Bible? There's a lot of talks about it. People make jokes about it. People say, you're Eutychus. In church, you fell out of the the window. But but there's a meaning behind that. This scriptures that we just read, it's very important to understand is that are you falling asleep? It may not even be that the fact that you are sleepy, but we know what sleep does to us. We understand when we're sleepy. When we're sleepy, we do weird things. Can somebody say yes? You got people who when they're sleepy, they laugh. You got people, when they sleep, they say the weirdest things. When people are falling asleep, they get fatigued. They're grouchy. There's all kinds of moods uh, when you're sleeping. I don't know which one you are, uh, but it makes us do weird things. Uh, So perhaps in our lives, uh, we're coming spiritually sleepy in our walk with God, uh, where we're doing weird things, uh, we're saying weird things, uh, we're listening to weird things, uh, and we're at a place of our lives that our faith in God uh, is not there where it should be. Uh, See, uh, I believe with all of my heart, uh, as Eutychus uh, was a young man, uh, he wanted to hear Paul. He wanted to hear the preacher. Uh, he wanted to be delivered. Uh, but whatever reason uh, that in his spirit uh, and everybody else was around him, uh, he was the only one sleepy that day. Uh, everybody was in tune that day. Uh, everybody wanted to hear a good word that day. Uh, they were in tune. Uh, preach it, Paul. Uh, give it to me, Paul. Uh, tell me what you want to go ahead and tell me Paul but Eutychus made his way to the window to be able to either stay awake or to hide I love the fact is that how do you determine if we make the most important uh, opportunities of our worship? How in tuned are we? Uh, are we people easily sidetracked uh, where we're wondering what we're going to eat today? Uh, what are we going to go ahead and go after church? Uh, who's texting me? My watch went off. Uh, who is texting me? Uh, should I respond back to them? Uh, you see, our, 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 our attention span sometimes could be cluttered were things where we should put our attention to. The devil knows how to distract us. 
It's an ugly feeling uh, if you ever drove uh, long places uh, and you're sleepy. Uh, those speed bumps on the freeway don't do anything. You're da, 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 da. And your wife will go, are you asleep? No, I was just changing the radio. And then again. It's funny how God will give us warning signs in our lives. And we'll say, I'm okay. I'm all right. The focus and their intention span they were tuned in. This early church, uh, there was a spiritual warning here for us uh, is that we should begin to take this opportunity of understanding uh, that there is this strong belief that this church was in tuned in. Tuned in, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you have to be obedient to, but you have to really force yourself just to get in tune with God. See, Thursday nights, we have church on Thursday nights. We have church on Thursday nights, and they're a powerful night. Thursday night, pastor preached a powerful word, a powerful word where it was exciting. And I'm not saying for whatever reason that you can't come on Thursdays. I get it. But church is a place that we come and we entune ourselves to God. And we say, God, give it to me. Uh, God, I had a horrible day. God, I just had a, a fight with my spouse. I just got into it with my spouse. I just got into it with my kids. I just blew it uh, on the freeway. But God, uh, speak to me, God. Uh, go ahead and tell me what I need to hear. Eutychus. Is this maddest young man who's there, but not there? Have you ever been there, but not been there? <laughs> the older I get today, I tune things out that are being said in the house. And I always catch the last end of the story. And I go, what? Oh, Kristen and Alyssa, they get so mad. Why didn't you just listen from the very beginning? Now we got to say it again. It's my attention span is just not there. And I blame it on old age, but can we blame it that we've been coming to church a long time and you don't need to hear the preacher. You don't need, oh my God, I know it all. I know what he was going to say. Why do I listen to him? He messed up wearing a Pendleton. I'm not going to wear a Pendleton no more. <laughs> the window. The window. The window plays.
plays a significant part in the story is because when you begin to look at the window, he was leaving the window. He was sitting by the window of opportunity in his life. Somebody in this room here today, so many of us in this place today, we have let a window open, a window open of just what if, just what if, oh, just what if we're leaving a window open where you already broke up with her, already broke up with him, but you're on his social media feed wondering what he's doing. You're just leaving a window open to see. A window open of, of no one's going to catch me. No one's going to do that. But eventually, the moment that the devil takes you out, the moment that you fall asleep is the moment that you will actually fall out of the window. And when you fall out of that window, it causes death. It causes uh, consequences of your life. And I'm here today to tell you, uh, I'm not trying to chastise or, or put shame uh, if we ever been there because we've been there. I've been there. But thank be to God uh, that when I fell out of that window, uh, thank be to God uh, that there was a pole uh, that came running down uh, and said, uh, I'm in the middle of a sermon, uh, but somebody gave me a wireless mic. Uh, and that wireless mic, uh, I'm running all the way down uh, to the temple. Uh, I'm running down to where he's at, uh, and I will pray him back to life. Uh, I will begin to know uh, that if my God, uh, Jesus, resurrected from the grave why can't he resurrect Lazarus came to life Eutychus come to life and I believe with all of my heart is that we need some Pauls that will go running after the ones that fall from the window Paul ran to Eutychus isn't that interesting to know is that Paul, I mean, there was probably commotion. Oh! <laughs> Am I right? Oh, my God. He fell. <laughs> you ever been those people where you're at the mall and they go, oh, he fell. But don't even move and go help. We make jokes. <laughs> we can be like that in church. A man or a woman or a couple or, or a disciple that have fell out of the window. Uh, but I'm here today to tell you uh, is that we need some people, uh, men of God, women of God, uh, that will say, uh, if you fell out of the window, uh, I know a God. Uh, I know a man who fell out of the window. Uh, and Paul came uh, running uh, and brought him back to life. Oh, see, 
I'm here today to tell you, uh, I don't know what window you're leaning on. Uh, I don't know what window you have open, uh, but I believe with all of my heart uh, and all of my soul uh, that you came to hear a word today uh, is that if you're spiritually asleep, uh, spiritually sleeping, uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, it is time to wake up uh, before there is a tragedy that will take place within our lives. Uh, if you're slept in your marriage, uh, slept in your parenting, uh, it's time uh, for us to be able to wake up and say, God, uh, wake me up to be a better father, uh, a better husband, a better wife, a better mom. Uh, because here today is that that window uh, is a great tragedy. Uh, I know we want to leave the window open. Uh, we want to feel the breeze, uh, but that breeze can knock you out. Uh, it can tear you down uh, and take you out. Oh, God. The strange story is a strange story that could literally alert us to a spiritual awakening in our lives. Don't be Eutychus. Don't be the man that will fall from our, our spiritual things because a lot of times we can literally begin to come to a place of our lives where we're just, I know that. You're good. You see, I like when you sit in the front and say, I just go like that. <laughs> Eutychus. I love the fact that even Paul ran down, prayed for him. And it says that Paul went back to preach. I love that. Because Paul was not done delivering the word of God. I don't think you're catching this. Because a lot of times in our lives, we can be distracted that what took place and then we can end right there. And no, 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 no. Paul knew what God did and said, okay, Eutychus, you're alive now. You just gave me five more extra points to preach in that sermon. You just gave me a couple of other revelations that you're alive, Eutychus. Get back to where you're at, but please don't sit by the window. Come and sit by me at the altar, because what you just done, you have given me five more extra points, because I'm going to go ahead and preach till midnight. I'm going to preach what God did in your life, and that's what we got to do in our lives. Eutychus, oh God. It's a funny story. It's a crazy story. Because in our lives, we, we really don't know that we're asleep. I don't admit it to my wife when we're watching TV. You're falling asleep. No, I'm not. No, not. See, because we can actually fall asleep with our eyes open. And the question is, are you falling asleep? Eutychus. 
I give the man credit though. He went to church. He didn't know what he was getting himself into, but he went. He went with, I don't know, all kinds of stuff in him. But he gave God a chance. And I give a lot of us credit because I, I do know some that come in wounded, come in messed up, come in tore up, but you came in. We all been Eutychus at one point of our lives. I wasn't there. And to fall out of that window, to know people were actually looking, didn't do nothing, mocked you, criticized you, said everything. But it took one man to come running down and lay his body over him and said, bring him back to life. I will forever be grateful Eutychus. Why would his mom name him Eutychus? But it has meaning. Some translations would say it means lucky, fortunate. He was fortunate, Raul, to have a second chance in life. So to say there is a Eutychus in us, there is. We've all fallen out of the window. We have all fallen out. We just didn't know it. But the great thing is you have come out of it and some didn't. Sin, addictions, things took them out. Thank be to God that you have come today to say, God, ah, yes, I'm, I'm spiritually falling asleep. We need to have the awareness that God is, that he is around us. We need to have spiritual alertness and understand the dangers of spiritual slumber. How do you know? that you're spiritually falling asleep when you have little or no desire to pray, when you lost the appetite for the word of God, when you're comparing yourself to others, when you're spreading or entertaining gossip or isolating yourself from the church believers and when you're not have the desire to serve in your church. Thank God of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Thank God that, that there is a resurrection. Thank God. I don't know where you're at in your walk with God, or maybe you're new here today and you don't know Jesus Christ. Uh, there is a spiritual, there is a sleep.